is it racist that that Shinsuke Nakamura was the person that got bit by the police dog? Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe, dude. Like, I, I remember reading like Shinsuke Nakamura is injured, and I was like, oh my god, no, Shinsuke! Why would Shinsuke be out? And then I read an article, and literally one of the first lines is, "You, if I gave you 100 guesses, you would never guess why Shinsuke Nakamura is injured. He got bit by a police dog. In the leg as he was going into, the st- into like, a stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know the full story, but that's even better. That, so he, he literally got bit by a dog going to work. That dog was a huge AJ Styles mark. He was, it was like, yeah! Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I am your host, the Shoemaster 5000, and joining me as always with some bomb-ass internet this week, the new homeowner himself, the Dylan. So I don't know if you know this, but if you don't live in an apartment complex where everybody else has the same internet provider, then your internet will be faster. Exactly. Now we just gotta fix your fucking microphone, and then this will be—we're gonna nail it this week. Uh, also, in, uh, unfortunately, we do not have the Blake with us because I don't—he because he literally wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons instead. The worst excuse in the history of this podcast. Yeah, most of the time it's like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna be back from a thing late," or like, "I got like a commitment." This is the first time I was like, "I really just want to do this more." <laughs> I'm really more into Dungeons and Dragons right now, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm sorry oh. I'm sorry about the microphone, but before I was saving up for like the eventuality of buying the house. Now I bought the house. So like yeah, now yeah. I don't have the the money because of that, but you, when you when, mm-hmm. when you're down, we can like we can talk mics maybe Yeah. Maybe like like Saturday after Universal, we could like stop by a Best Buy or something or find something, but we'll we'll figure it out. All right, all right. So, uh have did there's been a lot of Enzo stuff, and I'm not happy about it. He won't go away. He's like a cockroach. 
Exactly. Like everybody's interviewing that. him, and like everybody's getting his side of the story on things. And I'm like, I don't believe a single word that Enzo Amore says. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I I don't know. Have you seen the interview with Simon Gotch where he just fucking rails on Enzo for five minutes, and he met, it made him my favorite human being on the planet. Which is really weird. So like in WWE, apparently the uh, like the. Ego, like his ego got too big, and he would like refer to himself in third person. He was just a dick. But like on what? the Indies... he would call him, he oh. would call himself the Enzo. Uh, no, no, Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch. Got, oh, okay. Got like that was why he got shit canned. Is he just did stupid shit? But I haven't heard a single bad thing about him since he's been on the Indies. So I guess like yeah, dude. I guess like he lost the attitude. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it happened when he went to the main roster because, like, I remember when he was on NXT, he was a cool dude. Because, like, no, no, day, apparently I'm... he was still just like that backstage. Oh, really? Yeah, it just got worse I... when he went to the main roster. Yeah, dude, I remember on what was it? I think it was. I went to see an NXT show in Nashville, and before the show, I uh, since I knew he was like a huge Doctor Who fan, I tweeted a picture of me wearing a fez to him, and he's like, "Fezzes are cool. I like fezzes." And then me and him went back and forth talking about fezzes and mustaches for a while. So that's when I was like, "I'm down with Gotch. I like Gotch." I mean, he's got a cool look now. He's got a. Re- I mean, it didn't change too much, but like the badass mask he wears and all that, mm-hmm. like it's a really cool character. Yeah, but no, no, so. I would rather listen to Simon Gotch, even for all the shit that happened, like, with him and Aiden English. I would rather listen to him than have to listen to Enzo more anymore. So I really hope Enzo goes away. You heard about what was apparently going to be the ending of the whole Naya-Enzo relationship thing? Wasn't it going to be that he, like, was the reason for the feud or something? Well, yeah, it was going to be that Enzo... Uh, quote unquote cheated on Naya with Alexa Bliss and if I had to see that on my like Dylan you've numerous times been like man if like Roman Reigns wins more time one more time I'm not watching WWE again or I mean like, to be impo- to be fair in my defense I've kept that I haven't watched yeah. actual WWE since Wrestlemania yeah whereas with me I'm like if I see Enzo Amore touch Alexa Bliss I refuse to watch WWE ever again exactly so yeah but I mean I think there's you got a probably a good reason to watch again because the greatest tag team of all time is back uh oh team hell no yeah <laughs> you're like authors of pain like, no no no. i heard yeah. about that i couldn't read anything i didn't know why they were back together I, kane has a has a county to run i don't know why the fuck he's doing this <laughs> yeah uh, it's what it is is last week bludgeon brothers attacked daniel because Daniel came out at their exit, I guess. Like, I have no idea why they attacked. I think they did a Miz TV about it, and even then, there was nothing explained. <sighs> at which point, everyone online's like, who's gonna come back? Who's gonna be his tag partner? Maybe one person was like, Dean Ambrose? And I'm like, no. no. There's no way. Two, and it's also two more team, months. Not only that, that team would make no sense. No, no, no. Like, remember their would... chemistry when Daniel was the GM? Do you remember the Mountie bit? Oh, that's right. That was great. Where Daniel Bryan uh, corpsed openly on live television because <laughs> he, cause he, cause he was like, that's the dumbest fucking thing, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Da- oh, Daniel Bryan corpsing is my favorite thing. Like, there's an old PWG promo with, like, him and Paul London. Oh, yeah, the dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> the dolphins. And Paul London's just going off. He's talking to, like about, like, eating a pizza on the beach or something, and then he goes on and talking about dolphins, and Daniel just starts crying laughing at the promo. But, yeah, no, apparently Daniel had a match against Harper tonight, and obviously that ends with Rowan interfering and, you know, attacking Daniel, and then Kane just comes out, beats the shit out of both of them, and then they hug in the middle of the ring. And then Paige is like, well, this seems cool. Uh, You get a number one contender... Or you you are the number one contenders, and your match will be at Extreme Rules. All right. I mean, they're going to lose, but... Yeah, I, it, this is probably, like, a really big sympathy thing, if not... Not sympathy, uh, nostalgia thing, if nothing else. Although, I would pop hard. I would pop hard for Team Hell No to come back. Listen, but... I, I, I'm still upset that the that the Good Brothers aren't tag team champions right now. 
Oh, my, uh, yes, I am the same, because I didn't get to watch the match. I was at work, and I came home, and I was like, well, Dad, have I missed anything? He's like, well, Luke lost. Damn it! All right, guess I'm not watching this show, then. <laughs> Chad, too bad in his eight-pack abs. Yeah, dude, like, I'm contemplating. I wanted Blake to be here to propose this. The Fight Boys, like, double-A tournament where me, you, and Blake fight to see who can get abs quickest, and I know I would lose, but, I mean, I'll make a showing. I mean, that would require me to... I mean, what do you define as abs? Because I kind of have abs now. They're just, like... Are they, like... Are they skinny guy abs? Cheating abs? No, they're... they're I'll show you. I'll show you tomorrow. Uh, okay. <laughs> just an animal kingdom we just, get off yeah just you, you just like, pull off you like i'll be like yeah so you see this like all i have to do is lose this four pounds right here and then yeah, yeah, yeah. they're essentially there because of all the walking i do yeah dude Bla i think blake would probably kick both of our asses because he could get those skinny guy abs really quickly i mean also out of he the two of us i believe blake has the most free time to exercise yeah, he has the most free time, and he has probably the least body fat out of any of us. In my defense, I think I'm a foot taller than Blake, so that's not really <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, have you read the buck wild shit about Big Cass and, like, the reasons why the shit he did backstage? Uh, I, I, I remember the one where apparently he was, like, trying to like, make up with Carmella. And then, yeah. uh, fuck, who was it? I think Oos, and was it Joe? No, I think it was both Usos and Eric Rowan. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it was Rowan. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, those are three people you don't want to fight with. I don't care if you're almost seven feet tall. You don't want to fight Eric Rowan. He's, yeah, exactly. He literally has Viking blood. Mm-hmm. But, uh... And then the, the Usos would just go straight gangsta on you real quick, oh, yeah. get that Hawaiian shit out. But uh, I, I know there was that. I forget. There's a whole bunch of things. Also, he got, can we can we just, can we talk about um, so, so you you know how uh Carmela had the 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 one piece uh like uh, ring gear that she had. You know she doesn't wear that now that she's champion. I feel like that's a poor trade off. Um, I mean it get, like the belt prevents you from seeing the best part, which is how high that went up on the side. Right, right, right. But if she wears it just right, it'll look like she's naked from, like, <laughs> the waist down. Um, I'm yeah. sorry. I, gr I grew up. I had my, my adolescence overlapped with the, the part of WWE where every Christmas and Thanksgiving was some kind of, like, ex exploitative, uh, like, costume thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you read about who was it? It was some old writer that WWE used to have, and they he they sat him down, and he was like, "Yeah, Vince, uh, Vince even still today looks at women as the sexuality portion of the show. Like they would go to him and be like, well, why don't we do this with uh, this person and this person?' He's like, "Nah, we gotta have some sexuality in the show. Give them a five minute match, and that's why you have shitty five minute matches on Raw with the women or had shitty matches." Hmm. I mean, I mean, he also gave me uh, Don Marie like uh, stripping naked in a tub of chocolate, and I. <laughs> it's um, balancing. Favorite... Like I can, I can go elsewhere if I actually want to see women's wrestling. If I really wanted to see women's wrestling, I could start watching Stardom. I'm not going to, but yeah. I could. I like uh, my favorite is still the end of that where he was talking about how Vince saw women's wrestling. He's like, yeah, and back in those days when Vince was able to get those ideas over, Carmella and Alexa Bliss would have been good champions, but now, and I was like, wow, dude, you don't need to throw them digs. Don't throw these digs right now. Are you blonde? No, then you can't be champion for more than a month. Yeah. Did you see uh, the greatest match of all time is going to happen next week as Asuka takes on James Ellsworth? Uh, James Ellsworth continues his tradition of getting his shit caved in by the women's roster. Exactly. He may not survive. He might actually die at the end of that match. Little do you know they only brought him back for a month. Wait, is that legit? or No, no, just... but but I swear to God, if, if she, like, like kayfabe killed him... And he wasn't at the pay-per-view, and it was like, okay, he's been released again. I'll be like, no, that was a good run. That was another month. That was... <laughs> he got it. Nailed it. Good dude. 
Um, but no, I don't think we talked about it on the last, and I'm going back to Cass, uh, Cass getting trapped in a fucking bathroom? No, no, we talked about that one, because we all agreed. Oh, did we? Yeah, we all agreed that if it happened to us, we'd do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite was still the concept of everyone then had to piss for the rest of the night with that door just wide open. I would make full eye contact with him the whole time. <laughs> just take like a I'm really long loud shit and if you ever look back i'd be like yeah yeah <laughs> see what happened i could have i could have done this at that last stop we had but no i waited i waited and then got back on the bus to do this to you cats yeah. oh have you seen also, that they uh they had the press release for hell in the cell and they already potentially released two matches yeah yeah isn't hell in a cell like in october though september so well, even then, like, that's a weird thing to release a press release for, given that it's like it, it's subject to change. About... So it's like it's pot- potentially all hype because it's three months out. Yeah, but Vince has it, changed his mind literally in the last five minutes before a match started. So I don't trust anything in writing, um, which, yeah, which is the opposite of every other industry in the world. Where I'm like, oh, it's in <laughs> writing, I can believe this. No, WWE, oh, it's in writing, bullshit. Is it? I don't. How many? How many? Damn. How many days out is it? Not nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Joe versus AJ for the title, which, which is going to be which awesome. Is, I feel like that's Joe getting the title. Yeah. Doesn't that feel 100%. like that feels like Joe gets the title and Joe just reign of terrors for like a couple months? Yeah. Until Dean comes back. I don't know. I feel like Dean's not I coming would, back till well, November. No, I, I wouldn't give it to Dean. I would give it to Wait, hold on. Was Dean on Dean was on Raw when it when he got injured, wasn't he? No, he was on SmackDown. No, he was on Raw, you're right cuz he was part of the Dada 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 but the good version yep yeah yeah yeah. um so i would actually say and this will be an unpopular opinion the rivalry i would want with joe with the title would be john john cena versus joe is definitely a rivalry i would be aching to see see i really want to see uh samoa joe versus daniel bryan but set this decade Oh, yeah. Let's revisit exactly. the brutality of the mid-2000s Ring of Honor, uh, in many people's minds, golden era of a uh, yeah. strong style pro wrestling, but in America, and just have Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. What was the... Uh, I'm trying to remember now what the other match was. Oh, it was, uh, it was Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. For just nothing? For nothing. Yeah, because didn't you know they canceled the number one contenders match for Extreme Rules because Brock Lesnar's just not showing up? Because Brock Lesnar is the best answer for why anything happens in WWE. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, he's not showing up, so they canceled a match that they built weeks building. Mm-hmm. Not only that, it was a multi-man match, and right. instead of like, we're going to announce more people for this match, they were like, no. We're going to announce two, and that's it. Yeah, so it's just going to be like a. This is probably just going to be a shitty like six man. People, yeah, people yeah. who like watch that pay per view are going to feel gypped because it's like the main event is Rusev versus AJ Styles. And as much as I love Rusev Day, and it would be great if Rusev won the title on Rusev Day, um, I just, <laughs> I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I don't either. I would. The the fans would well hold on. Where is it? Where is this one at? It doesn't matter. Everywhere, everywhere, uh, everywhere celebrates Rusev Day. You know that. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if it's like somewhere in like bumfuck Arizona, I wouldn't do it in front of like a Chicago gr- crowd though. Like a Philly, they would explode. Philly, yeah, New Orleans, like any real wrestling town. Yeah, yeah, they would go crazy to see Rusev win. But I feel like if you do it in a town that won't matter. It will instantly kill the run. Oh yeah, the old yeah. the old Corpus Christi title change. <laughs> the Corpus Christi curse featuring Rusev. Uh, yeah. I do like I do like also in that same Enzo interview where I believe if I quoting correctly he said uh, Enzo is either I'm sorry Simon Gotch uh, he said Enzo is either a monster or just a terrible human being. There's no in between. Like. It's, um, uh, in that same interview, he they asked him about Rusev Day, and they're like, "If you were there and it swapped places, 
would you want to be there? Would you want to? And he was like, no, fuck that. Are you kidding me? He's like, the reason it's working is because Aiden likes that, and that's the kind of person Aiden is. Aiden's a freestyle rapper. Meanwhile, if you put me there, it wouldn't work at all. And I'm like, yeah, at least Gotch, like, understands shit. He does. He just, like I said, it was his own ego. I'm sure, there's a there's a decent chance if he can get, like, a run somewhere. I was really mm-hmm. sad because I saw him at the ROH tapings. So I was like, oh, are they going to bring him in? They didn't because Delirious. That's right. That's right. They brought him in for, like, one run, and that was it. Yeah, for, like, one he set would, of shows. He would be really good if you let him get into, like, this just demented fucking <clears throat> psychopath, but you won't. No, del- like, no, I, no, they won't. No, that's yeah, that's why. Just be like, that's why Ring of Honor isn't even the second best company in America. If you made him like hipster Tommaso Ciampa, he would go miles. But no one would. No one wants to book him like that. I was really sad he wasn't in the uh, Bola tournament. That's right. Has he appeared for PWG? No, but I feel like he could make it work. They 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 give random shots. They let fucking Kurt Hawkins. Have a have a bowl uh, tournament appearance. By the way, he was he was cheer he, like the crowd uh, jeered at him. Don't please don't come back. No, really? Yeah, I I didn't watch Bolo that year. Yeah. Holy shit, really? <laughs> don't come back. Don't come back. Don't Damn come it, I'm back. I'm a fan of Kurt. Damn it. He had a bad match with AJ Styles when AJ Styles was in New Japan. You know what? No, now I have no sympathy. Yeah. I have no sympathy for you, Kurt. I'm sorry. Do you know how um, bad you have to fuck up for that? It's next yeah. level. Um, it's excessively next level. So yeah, that's. But no, I, and so somebody made a great comment also regarding the bullet tournament. They were like, "Oh, I see. PWG has gone from being indie to deep indie. Like, like for some of these people, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Where is he from? Like, they're getting." fuckers from australia now like a lot like like there's a yeah. couple entrants from australia a lot of uk guys only a few americans and only a few big names like the only really big names for the tournament are uh the chosen bros of matt riddle and jeff cobb uh, and even then i would not go I, i'm not not insulting the chosen bros i love the chosen bros but i would not call them super big names no matt riddle is a big name in in indie wrestling, yeah, like he is, he is that. at that top. He's at that top tier now, especially now that they of all finally gave him the actual like their title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is, he is doing pretty well, and like everybody's, all the people in New Japan, like the guys are trying to get him there. They're just trying. I think they're just trying to convince Gator. Like, listen, just let him smoke weed when he's not here, and then when he gets here, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to remember if anything else happened on, like, Raw or SmackDown, but genuinely, I think I came in... Becky Lynch won a match. I want you to know I celebrate that. Oh, Oh, Becky. Yeah, Becky did win a match. Uh, And they gave Sonya Deville an entrance that could literally kill an epileptic man. Yeah. Like, (laughs) did you see it? I think think someone, they showed it, like, I think she's had it for a little bit now, but yeah, no, that's full-on epilepsy. It's the, like, I was sitting there, like, talking to my parents lights for some reason it was dark and then her entrance came on and it illuminated the entire room and then went away and then came back and we both we all had to like turn off the tv for a moment <laughs> we were like no no that's look too much. away yeah but uh, i came in from work last night and i was like anything good happen on raw and they're like becky turn or not becky bailey turned heel so here's the Maybe? thing Here's the thing. Uh, can it really be said that she turned heel if the crowd cheered yes the whole time? Exactly. Um, well, it's WWE, so of course you can. But, uh, yeah. No, they weren't. Was... Even the commentary, from what I understand, wasn't like, be like, oh, my gosh, how is she doing this? I think I think it was Cole was like, now she's all about fists instead of hugs. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, Corey Graves is being Corey Graves, where he's just like, this has been for weeks, Byron. It's finally built up and it's happening. Uh, I still, I still look forward to uh, like the the day that Corey Graves decides to renew his hatred for Becky Lynch on commentary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I feel like she would have to like go back to her old wardrobe, which I know she's not going to, because that was when he that was when he hated on her the most, and then she moved up to the main roster. He didn't get a chance, but 
yeah. she called me a hipster and I almost spilled my craft beer is my favorite <laughs> commentary line ever, and nothing will ever beat that. And you know who else can never be defeated, Dylan? Uh, Hulk Hogan in the 80s? Roman Reigns now? Uh, no, our lovely... No, no, Mason, he got rolled though. up yesterday by, uh, by uh, oh, no right, flips, just fists in your mm-hmm. butt. Uh... But yeah, all of our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go to support the official BS network. So if you want to support Fight Boys, if you want to support a load of BS, fun fiction, opposite attractions, any of the shows, you can do it over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. S, and of course you'd get access to our discord you get to hang out you get shouted out on a load of bs join the bs moon marines ladies and gentlemen at bs uh, patreon.com slash a load of bs i genuinely forgot the i forgot the link like five times during that it's it's getting too much it's okay it's okay listen our patrons can't be defeated because they don't exist all right well dylan i'm going through my i'm looking at the followers for the Fight Boys channel, for the Fight Boys on Twitter, and I'm I'm seeing a name that's just that's not wait what the fuck? Dylan Bostick follows us. Who? <laughs> uh, he's a pro wrestler. Well, he's fucking verified, so he's somebody. Uh, and he has a pro wrestling tease store. I've heard of him before, but yeah, he's from Indiana, so he's probably more of a mid card dude. Oh shit! There, we definitely can get followed by Cliff Compton. I just now realized why was why has this not been Compton Watch this whole time? Because I got followed by Cliff Compton on accident once. I think uh, we are also followed by a fake Drake Maverick account. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, anyone else? Oh, and also uh, Derek Gamble, who used to work at HighSpots.com, and I'm kind of friends with him, but. Otherwise, there's a name missing, and it is, in fact, Chuck Taylor, because it's Dustwatch 2018. I feel like you need a sound bite for this. Dustwatch, and then, like, a lightning bolt, and then a picture of Jerry Lynn with flames behind him. Are we, are we still, is, is, is there still time during your trip here for you to come over and for us to get the, the free trial of, of uh, High Spots and watch, watch a couple episodes of Best Friends? I'm fairly sure we're both gonna go to your house after getting fairly drunk at Universal and just watch a shit ton of best friends. Um, but do we keep Chuck on medical leave? Because we did put him on medical leave last week because he has a broken freaking neck. Uh, no, no, no. He's tweeted since then. So, uh... <laughs> hey, at, okay. hey, at sexy Chucky e. T. Okay. Uh, can- um, congrats on your action figure being part of, uh, at Kurt Hawkins, uh, collection. Uh, don't be too creeped out by what he probably does to that behind closed doors. Uh, also, I heard you do LSD. Uh, can you DM us your dealer? <laughs> Kurt Hawkins, uh, collection... What was the next part? Uh, don't worry. Don't don't don't, worry. don't think. Try not to think about what he does with it behind closed doors. Don't think of. Okay, and then also heard you tried LSD. I heard, also, I heard you microdose LSD. DM us your dealer. Behind closed doors. Also, LSD. <laughs> Heard you did LSD. Sick, bro. DM us your dealer. Also, maybe follow? I still can't wait, because the Ring of Honor show in Atlanta is coming up. And I cannot fucking wait to... I I think... I've said it before, but we're going to draw up a fucking contract that says he's legally bound to follow us on Twitter and force him to autograph it. You only you can only do it if you make it really obvious that it's a contract. Yeah, and yeah. You're like, hey, if you could just autograph on page three of this for me. <laughs> and, and also initial, I keep coming back, and I've bought more autograph opportunities, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I actually also need you initial here, and then date here if you could. 
Okay, thanks. And then at the end you oh, got And then at the end you just yell gotcha bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then we look down and he's actually signed it Jerry Lynn and we're like, damn it, he got us again. No no no, he signed it no gimmick required, Steve the Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. So now we're into the part of the show where we get into indie stuff, so this is more your territory. Although I will Oh, Apparently. you know, hold on. We didn't talk about it for the WWE section. Uh, did you watch any of the UK tournament? No. UK I, stuff? I mean, I've, I read about it, but I didn't watch any of it. Okay, I haven't had time because of, of moving. Um, Is that just us bringing up how we're bad at watching wrestling? No, 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 no. I wanted to bring up how WWE had the hubris to run this event while England was in the World Cup. Oh, shit, you're right. They Yeah, and apparently they had to give out, like, a lot of seats. Uh, a lot of seats because they raised the prices for this one. They were like, oh, yeah, we sold out last time. This will be fine. And everybody was like, dude, the, the World Cup is on. England is actually doing well. Like, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, nope. I also really enjoy the, uh, as we said last week on the show, Mustache Mountain won the titles. But <laughs> since then, there has been an NXT taping, meaning that Undisputed Era are once again the NXT tag champions. Is Bobby Fish the tag champion again, or is it still Roddy? And I, I, I think it's still Roddy. Ah. I don't. I don't think Fish is back yet. I'm, I missed that. I, I saw him. I saw him in a video they posted. Uh, but yeah, I do like because like they, you get all the spoilers for everything. Mm-hmm. Like th- two or three weeks ago, including I'm fairly sure a post on WWE.com about Undisputed Era losing. And then they posted, like, a few days ago, a promo backstage with Adam Cole and everybody talking about how badly they're going to beat Mustache Mountain the next day. <laughs> Including uh, Greasy Kyle, Sleazy Kyle, uh, blaming all of their losses on the fact that he was jet-lagged and hadn't had any sleep. Bless him. Oh, man. I'm going to spend so fucking much money Friday, and not even on merch at... CEO, which by the way, if any of our listeners are going to CEO X New Japan Pro Wrestling, come find the fight, boys. Uh, one of us will be wearing a shirt that says "Fight Boys" on it. We will not be hard to find. Uh, but not just that; like apparently, people have forced Hot Topic into releasing the Young Bucks pop early. You need to understand how popular the Young Bucks have become. My boy, they're my favorite tag team of all time. Favorite wrestling thing of all time. I understand. But Jesus Christ, because I think it wasn't going to be released until, like, September. And somehow, just the love of the fans was enough for Hot Topic to be like, fuck it, yeah, we'll release it, we don't care. The love of the fans, slash, they realized they could make money now. Yeah, yeah. In addition to the fact that, dude, I'm going to be straight at a Hot Topic in Orlando on Friday, so I'm like, give it to me now. Uh, Thursday. No, tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Comes out on the 28th, which is tomorrow. Oh, Oh, no. Does it? Yeah, so Thursday. Yeah, I I don't think I'll be able to get to a Hot Topic. I'm going to be at Animal Kingdom riding Avatar rides. Yeah, Um, on Wednesday, but on Thursday. Yeah. Um, Also, I really want their kids' book. I'm excited about the kids' book. Although I'm slightly mad because I was going to make a kid's book about me and Blake saving the moon from bears. And then all of a sudden, the young bucks come in and take my steez away from me. Um, sue them. <laughs> like, there's nothing written down, no evidence I possibly was going to do this. And I'm still like, hey, give me that money. Mm-hmm. I need that. Look, you have enough. It's all right. <laughs> You have so much, please. Spare coin. Oh, man. Did you see Cody shitting on developmental? Oh, firing back because people were like, yeah, who WWE is going to try to sign people uh, who are booked for All In to try and sabotage the show? And he's like, well, if they want to go back to wrestling school for a couple weeks or for a couple years... Oh, and, and my favorite was, if your goal is to take a meet-and-greet-style handshake photo with Triple H and pretend to be excited about going back to wrestling school, that's your prerogative, my boy. <laughs> like, thank you so much, Cody. I would, oh, man. 
see, see, see if I was if, if if you're in developmental, what you need to do is just take the photo, but fist bump and be like, I don't handshake. If you just fist bump, thanks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh they did a what was it? It was it was something I can't remember what it was. It was about Cody. Oh yeah, I was on Twitter earlier talking to looking at CEO stuff. And a, this one woman was giving it to the Starcade Twitter account, and it was the funniest thing on the planet. Like, she was like, I was actually excited about going to All In, but due to their poor customer service on their Twitter account, I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy it anymore. And I'm like, woman, calm down. And I looked on the Twitter account, and it was, uh, they announced, uh, a, like, a meet and greet with, a, I think, Fat-Ass Masa was in it, and a bunch of people were in it. Mm-hmm. And she tweeted, like, I'm going to be in the car. Is there anything we could do for Friday? Could I just have some clarification? And they they responded back, like, clarification? It's, it's announced that it's going to be on Friday. And then she just blew up at them for no reason. I'm like, ma'am, I, there's nothing they can do. I'm sorry. If you can't stop at a rest stop to get your fucking all-in meet-and-greet tickets, then you don't deserve them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm also going through all my stories I had pulled up, and I forgot about this one big cast thing that turned it from a, oh, look at all these funny things big cast did, to a, wow, I'm actually really fucking happy he's gone now. Uh, apparently... Big Cass got into an argument with Sami Zayn about how Trump treats Muslims, which is not what you fucking do to the Muslim superstar. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. He's white. That makes it okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Also, apparently Sami Zayn was in Birmingham getting medical treatment, and I am kicking myself that I'm going to be out of town while he is going to be in Birmingham. Yeah, how dare you not be around to pester him while he's trying to get medical treatment. It's just like my fucking shoulders are killing me. I hate this. I hate... This is the worst town I've ever been in. And I'm just sitting there like, Hey! Hey, you want to go to the Olive Garden or something, buddy? Let's have a good time! He's like, please just leave me alone. Are you going to buy that shirt, Scotty? Does that shirt speak to you? This is the worst town I've ever been in. Yeah. No, I'm the exact opposite. Any town I go to that's not Oxford, Alabama, I'm like, this is the best town I've ever been in. I love it so much. No, no, no. You just wear that that shirt exclusively when you're in Oxford, Alabama. <laughs> I'm walking around town like, aren't you, how, weren't you born and raised here? I am. That's how I know for a fact. This is the worst town I have ever been in. Exactly. Also. I'm casually just tweeting at Mr. Eighteen Fifty Nine Cliff Compton. Please follow us. We need a famous follower. I'm sure he'll be flattered. You said he was famous. Also, can you get Freight Train to follow us? Ah, uh, man, I'm friends with Freight Train on Facebook, and it's still my favorite thing. Anytime me or my dad's birthday come around, because I will just look into like. You know, uh, your aunt said happy birthday. Then Freight Train will say happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Freight Train will be like, hey, Scott, happy birthday. It's good to see you. I'm like, yes. Makes every year a little bit better. Hashtag Mr. 1859. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I had fucking breakfast with Freight Train? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. In addition to, well, we had breakfast with Freight Train and then Marty DeRosa. Like, Marty sat down and fucking ate with us. He was like, hey, man, what's up? How, what are you doing? I was like, nothing, just jamming on some biscuits and gravy. He's like, hell yeah, man, I'm eating that too. And I'm like, well, now we're best friends. That's that's exactly what's going on now. We're best friends because we're both biscuit and gravy boys. Hilarious. Yeah, that was, right. the, most, that was the most surreal breakfast of my entire life, I think. Qu- question. Uh, they confirm there's no meet and greet Friday, correct? They, yeah, it's been confirmed pretty heavily so i don't know how i feel about it cool that means we don't have to show up that early (laughs) (laughs) i mean do you not want to get there early because you know that bomb ass shirt they designed i was gonna i was gonna say there's no merch they can sell there that i give a shit about it's fine didn't didn't they say they're doing something about with pro wrestling tees possibly what is pro wrestling there's no there's no shirt that pro wrestling tees currently has that i need that badly oh yeah yeah 
What if you get there and somehow that fucking pumpkin bullet club shirt is there and you're like, well, shit, now I need to get this one, too. I already have that, remember? I have two of them. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm in a second one. I have a second one. I have the one that's signed by the bullet club and then I have the new one that I oh, bought. Oh, shit, I didn't think about that. I forgot. There's there's literally nothing they could sell there that I would give a shit about. I mean, they could sell. I mean, they have the new Kenny Omega shirt, like the uh, Change the World, like Best the Bout Machine. Change the World shirt. No, he, it's the white. It's like a white one, and then the K, and then the O in his name is also the Omega sign. It looks pretty cool. It's like white, but then like the the like the symbol for it is like a spectrum of color, not like the oh, not, not okay. like the Pride Rainbow, but like you know. It looks cooler when it's like a solid spectrum. Yeah, that's good. I, if they have like a golden elite shirt, I would probably buy that one just because of how I'm, popular. I'm I'm like fifty percent sure that Kota Bushi's gonna join Lij. So what? After after he had an interview where he kept saying Tranquilo, and uh, and he oh, yeah, and, yeah. he and Naito are like we're like pretty good friends. Like there's a lot of photo evidence of them like hanging out. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. not doing anything in the Bullet Club. And he even talked about, like, yeah, I was there, but I wasn't even booked on that show. And he wasn't. He was just the corner man for oh, Kenny. Yeah. And he was just like, okay, Kenny's champion now. Now what? Like, I'm not going to join the Bullet Club. So that means he might become yeah. uh, part of the, the Tranquilo movement. <laughs> okay. I'm down with that. Well, hold on. Because then I really like this concept of a Romeo and Juliet-esque love story between Bullet Club's Kenny Omega and uh, L.I.J.'s uh, Kota Ibushi. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that would be fantastic. I do love in the latest being the... Was it the latest one or the one before it where Cody finally broke down and was just like, Look, I'm not in the Golden Elite. Marty's not. You didn't invite any of us into this. I'm like, well, yeah. Thank no, you. I think that was the last. I think that was the, the last one because it was when Bernard was patting people down. No, it was the one before that. Bernard, yeah, yeah. the business bear. Because I, I don't think they're gonna bring it up because I sent this to you a few days ago. The fact that fucking Joey Ryan wrestled uh, Hangman Page in Australia. And my favorite, to promote the match, uh, Joey posted a picture of the last time they had an encounter with just, like, the comment, Poltergeist. <laughs> like, that's so good, Joey. You beautiful bastard. You beautiful dick wrestler bastard. You famed dick wrestler, Joey Ryan. Found... What I love about being the elite, though, is the fact that it's more of, like, a drama... It's like Game of Thrones for fucking dumb wrestling fans. So here's the, here's the thing. The only thing I, I miss about being the elite is the fact that uh, dicks in real life isn't a thing anymore. Oh, yeah. Because Trent got hurt, and so they couldn't really do it because it required Trent and Dustin. Yeah, yeah. But they replaced it with SCU, so at the same time, I'm like, oh, that was, that was dicks in real life spot. But at the same yeah. time, I'm just like, no, nah, I just love that... That they're just they're just ranting every time. I also love Christopher Daniels' stupid fucking goggle sunglasses. Yeah, this, they're my favorite. I also i i hate up, i hate San Antonio. I hate this heat. I hate this red little car. I love Southern California. I love Southern California. <laughs> I uh, I also why the fuck did Christopher Daniels rat on Stephen Amell? That's my that's what I'm gonna be most interested in for the rest of this. Um, I don't know. It's, they, they even said, like, we have this show planned out, like, a year and a half in advance. Like, this is the most complete storytelling, kayfabe-wise, of any I, I, promotion. I love in Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Being the Elite was, like, on the best weekly shows, like, top ten this yeah. year. Top five. I think yes. it was, I think it was third. It was, like, third. I think it beat Impact. Probably. Because I think NXT was number one, I think. Uh, it think, was either NXT or New Japan. I think it was New Japan's one, and then all the fans were just like, oh, that's not that good. It's just recycled whatever matches. And then you heard the sound of them sucking Triple H's cock. Yeah. It's like that, then NXT, and then being the elite. Yeah. But even I, as a, as a Bullet Club and Young Book fan, is like, that doesn't, that's not weekly. That's not even, <laughs> it's not even bi-weekly I mean, it, sometimes. It, it, it's, it's 
technically kind of. It's gotten weekly lately. It's like Dust Watch. It used to not be weekly, but now we. Now we drag that bad boy out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be the whole segment, too, if we really tried hard enough one week. Uh, like it's been a slow. I want Shane Helms to become a weekly member of Being the Elite. By the way, oh, uh, that's I, I just I, I just love the that motherfucker did it. He did. It. Yep. That, <laughs> that motherfucker did. Did you see the promo that Marty cut against Shane? Oh, where he, where he cut it to uh, to Gregory Helms, and then Hangman was like, "You know who that is, right? Yeah, it's Gregory Helms, a reporter. They you know they get new reporters around here. So. That was Hurricane. Oh, I. Get back here! Get back here! No, no, this was a new one where he's he's on his own cutting it to the camera, and, you know, he does the, every superhero story needs a villain. And then he opens his umbrella, starts cackling, and then closes the umbrella, and the fucking hurricane is just standing behind him, staring. And then he walks out of the shot, and then Marty posted a uh, Ring of Honor's tweet of it with the caption, What the fuck?! What? I love Marty. Uh-huh. And I, you know what else? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, what else? I, I really hope they let him go back to being, like, the less comical, like, bad guy. Yeah. He was a, he was an amazing, vicious, like, real, like, real supervillain heel there for a good three years before he got to Ring of Honor. yeah. Uh, I think, in all honesty, because they're they're doing that on the show too, because they're talking about the fact that we have nothing for you. You're nothing. Like you're a comedy act. Part of me thinks that means like give the fucking ROH. I'm I'm acting like Delirious helps book being the elite, but give him the title, and then all of a sudden, he can take precedent over Cody. He can take precedent over a lot of characters on that show. I like how everybody's already. Written like, oh, congratulations to Cody for holding two world championships at the same time. And I was just like, I feel like all of you are really looking past the fact that they'll probably hand it to Marty just just for the continuation of the storyline. And then so they can tease more dissension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just let Dalton keep it because that's probably what will happen. Isn't his leg still fucked up? I mean, that's not something we need to worry about. I feel so bad for him. He just, he had no shot in this run. Like, there was no... Yeah, unfortunately so. Oh, but you know what's not unfortunate? The shirts you designed? Yep, they're so fortunate. And they're so soft, and you can get them for yourself over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right. If you want merch for any BS Network shows, you can get it over there. But if you like us, if you like the Fight Boys, you can support us by getting your Fight Boys merch in the Fight Boys section. Or, of course, if you like the JWF, you can get shirts for all your favorite JWF wrestlers. The Hammer Man, Scott Moore, Scotty Moore, the Dylan, the Rat Sension. They all got shirts. They got merch over at Merch. Dot a load of pure BS dot a com. Wait, wait, is there fun fiction merch yet? Yeah, there's fun fiction merch. We've got like three shirts. I work fast. Uh, I think you just love that co- show more than us. I'm <laughs> sorry. Look, JWF slash Fight Boys probably has the most merch on that website. Which is hilarious because we probably bring in the least number of views and revenue. <laughs> Well, well, we don't want to talk about that. Anyways, Dylan, it's now time to turn things over to, of course, JWF Professional Wrestling, which means we got to turn it over to Silver Spoon and... Oh, wait, hold on, I'm getting... I'm actually... I just got a text. Oh, it's it's a picture. It's Captain Tibbs, and, uh, yeah... Yeah, he's on Splash Mountain, so... So he's not going to be here this week, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, so I guess we're just going to turn things over to Silver Spoon? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, and I guess I guess I'm alone this week. Ain't nobody nobody I, I, really joined. Oh, I, I've been at this table for the last 25 minutes. I'm sorry, I couldn't see you, little man. Your little your head does not poke out over that table. You you are an insensitive person. I, I'm taking you to HR once <laughs> Tibbs finally pays them. I'm sorry, I'm just saying, how are you supposed to watch matches when you can't even see over that table? Joining me this week is, of course, 
Silverback Monsoon, our faithful janitor, coming to hang out. Silverback, how you been? How you been doing, buddy? I, I'm doing well. Tibbs is Tibbs is at Magic Kingdom. He has actually been banned from Space Mountain at uh, Ric Flair's request. <laughs> That's right. Now, but of course, I want to talk about last week when Bananas in Pajamas. I mean, they made a bid for the JWF Tag Team Championships. And that was shocking to me. I mean, I've always considered them kind of a comedy act, not really that important. How did you react to seeing those two boys make a bid for the title? Uh, I mean, and it's a wrestling company. Anybody's allowed to do what they want. It's just, you, you know, there's there's usually uh, poor uh, reactions to those actions. That's right. And speaking of titles, let's talk about the JWF Captain's Championship. Of course, last week we had a... Uh, a three-way number one contenders match between the Lumberjack, the Hammerman, and Mojo Gruff. And, of course, that match ended in controversy when the Dylan came out and attacked all three members of that match. And, of course, I mean, Tibbs is gone. Tibbs, we've got no idea what's going to happen with that match. I mean, what do you think was going through the Dylan's mind? I, I'm, I'm not sure because it, since it was a triple threat, it, it should have been no disqualification. So him attacking people actually doesn't make any sense. That's right. But, of course, Tibbs, before he left, did decide to give Hammerman and Mojo Gruff another opportunity, another match this week against our tag champions, the Rat Sension, the Hammerman and Mojo, former enemies last week. This week are actually joining together to take on to the Rat Sension. Let's see how that match goes. Probably not very well, but it does show the lack of depth in our tag team division. That's right. All right. Looks like Mojo Gruff starting off against Victor, the smaller man in the match, going for a collar and elbow tie-up. But, ooh, Victor quickly gaining advantage, slipping into a hammerlock. I don't know. That might be mocking Mojo's partner right there. Oh, but wait. Mojo reversing it, getting Victor into a hammerlock of his own. And, ooh, jumps and It's a beautiful dropkick to the back of Victor's head, sending the champion into the corner of his partner, Connor, who quickly tags in. It looks like the king of the rat babies is quickly trying to get some sort of advantage against Mojo, trying to level him with a clothesline. Ooh, but the voodoo man quickly ducks it, hits a drop kick on Connor, sending him towards the hammer man. Impressive work from these two. I mean, if, if they keep this up, these two could possibly be number one contenders. What do you think? I, I sincerely doubt it. That's right, but it <laughs> I, looks I like... I believe the hammer man might actually just be a homeless person that Tibbs gave a hammer to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, now it looks like tagging in the hammer, man. And, ooh, they hit a beautiful tandem drop kick on Connor, sending him reeling into the corner. Now Hammerman looks fired up as he rushes Connor in the corner, not giving the man time to rest. Hits a big double stomp to the chest, leveling him, pulling him in for a quick pen attempt. One, two, ooh, only gets the two count. But it looks like he's climbing to the top for that big hammer drop, that vicious top rope leg drop. But, ooh, Victor! Victor climbing on the apron, interfering, tossing the hammer man off the top rope. And it looks like that's giving Connor time to capitalize. Rat King trying to roll up the hammer man, but ooh, only gets a two count. And let me tell you something, Connor looking incensed now as he's raining fist down onto the skull of the hammer man. I mean, like that's that's just tag team knowledge that I think Mojo Gruff and the hammer man, they wouldn't know. I mean, these men are just now teaming together. And I think that's showing the rat sentience, uh teamwork. What do you think? I mean, it, it. I don't know how much tag team work goes into one man punching another man in the face. Uh, well, I was more talking about Victor interfering, but yeah, you're right. Anyways, now it looks like going, giving a shot to, ooh, hitting Mojo Gruff off of the apron. Mojo taking a nasty fall to the outside, landing against the barricade. Now rushing over to Victor is the Rat King going for a quick tag, and uh-oh. Looks like they're setting up for it, Monsoon. They're setting up for that vicious end of rats that's taken out so many competitors before them. And it w- Wait a minute. Is that, is that the music of Bananas in Pajamas? What's Bananas in Pajamas doing here? Even the rat sentient look confused. Now, what, what are you doing? Hey, 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 get out of my way. Give us what's rightfully ours. Hey, get, get out. Looks like they're coming to the announce table, but they're reaching for something. What are they... Oh, Monsoon, they've got it. They've got the JWF tag titles. They're stealing the titles. They're trying to run away with the belts. What are they thinking? Um, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it looks like Connor's just as upset, leaning over the top ropes, yelling at the duo. But, ooh, wait, Mojo Gruff with a huge clothesline sending Connor to the outside. But it looks like the voodoo man is not done. 
bouncing off the ropes and ooh, a beautiful tope suicida to the Rat King, taking out Connor. And now Victor just staring confused at this. Oh, but suddenly leveled with a double axe handle from the Hammerman sending the champ to the ground. And it looks like the Hammerman's ready to capitalize, climbing to the top rope. And it looks like he's going for it. The hammer drop. Oh, draping that leg over the chest of Victor going for a pin. One, two, three. And Monsoon, it looks like the Hammerman has done it. He's actually gotten a victory over the tag team champions. What do you think about that? I, I believe that after you're defeated by a homeless person, you then become homeless. <laughs> That's right. But of course, Monsoon, I feel like the more important story out of this match is the, the ch titles are gone. Bananas and pajamas, they've stolen the JWF tag team titles away from the Rat Sension. Well, I mean, what do you make of this? I, I hope they're not going to try to pawn them because those titles are actually worthless. <laughs> That's right. But of course... Speaking of titles, like we were talking about earlier, the captain's title last week, I mean, it's it's in jeopardy. We'd have no number one contender. We could have had one last week as Mojo, Gruff, Hammerman, Lumberjack faced off, but Dylan came in viciously attacking all three of them, all of them unable to move after triple sick dick kicks to all three of them. But, of course, I think Dylan has an answer for what's going on, and Don the Don McDonald, our top interviewer, will get those answers. Hello everybody, Dan the Don McDonald here with the Dylan. Now, Dylan, last week you attacked three of JWF's most promising new talents in an absolutely vicious display. I mean, what do you have to say about that? What do I have to say about it? Promising talents? What are you on right now? Are you... Are you drunk? Are you, dr are you drinking paint thinner in the parking lot, Don? Okay, you, you stand over there. Look at the wall. Don't look at me. Sick of your face. Talk about three promising individuals. What, M M Mojo Gruff? He's been here for, what, half a cup of coffee? Uh, the Lumberjack is essentially just a rejected gimmick from the 70s that even territory promoters would have thought was stupid. And the Hammerman is not a wrestler. I honestly don't know what he's doing here. That's clearly a homeless person. That's not a leg drop. He's just falling off the top rope. And those are the people that are vying for the captain's title. This, this is where we are in the state of this company. I stopped the match because the match was an embarrassment. Even to this company, the match was an embarrassment to wrestling. And because of that, I had to put an end to it. Because even though I'm not a fan of Captain Tibbs, even though he and I don't see eye to eye, I believe he would, he would agree that it's a poor money move to try to put your title already held by an idiotic Canadian, don't even have a word for the kind of maggot that he is, holding on to a belt and then having one of those three rejects go after it. So I decided to help Tibbs out. See, I'm going to try to help elevate this company in other ways since I keep getting screwed out of having the JWF title, I'm going to raise the captain's title to be equal, to be even greater than that title. But to do that, I have to be a contender first. So I showed my uh, my resume out there, taking out all three of the wrestlers. I'm going to use that term very loosely, apparently, like I do for everything else in this company. And I'm going to take the title from Canada Charlie right after I defeat one or two or three or whatever else Tibbs decides to do after he gets back from his little vacation considering he's not here ever and honestly I, I don't I don't even know why he, why we named the tail the belt after him oh wait no he named it after himself because that's the company that this is so guess what I'm gonna win the belt you know what's gonna be called then it's gonna be called the Dylan championship I'm gonna put a nice nice plaque over the top of it it's just going to say my name, because I am what matters most in this company. And once I have that title, I'm going to prove it again. All right. Thanks for your time. Hey, who well, said no? Who said you could look at me? Stay looking at the wall. Stay there for another five minutes, then you can come back. All right. Well, Monsoon Dylan looking incensed during that. I mean... He certainly seems to be making a bid for that captain's championship, and uh, let me tell you something. I think, I hate to say it, I think the Dylan may win it. I, I, I'm I'm not sure anymore. I, I believe I believe a potential homeless man and what appears to be a Bayou person 
uh, are pot- potentially going to win the tag title belts. The, the, this whole company is in shambles. I feel like I should just burn the building now down now for the insurance money. <laughs> That's right. But, of course, we've talked about the tag championships. We've talked about the captain's championship. But we need to talk about the important thing, the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, of course, over the last few months, we've seen some amazing five-star classics put on by Scotty Moore and Blake Tanner for that title. And Scotty Moore is fighting tonight for one more shot, one more opportunity to face Blake Tanner. But unfortunately, standing in his way is his former bodyguard, his former heavy, the big guy, Ryback, who, of course, last week in a shock announcement, Captain Tibbs announced he had signed to the J. WF and he gave him an immediate number one contenders match tonight against Scotty. I mean, tell me about the big guy, Monsoon. Uh, I, I, he's big. I, I feel like this is a dumb question. I mean, he literally says everything about himself on his way to the ring. That's right. Well, he's actually making his way out to the ring right now. And let me tell you something. I think for once in his career, Scotty Moore actually looks scared. Scared as Ryback comes down to the ring and. Oh, the bell rings, and Scotty rolling out to begin the match. I guess he's trying to avoid the big guy. Oh, but Rebat actually giving chase. Chasing Scotty around the outside of the ring. I mean, this might be a wise move from the smaller man in this match trying to get Ryback winded earlier in the match. Oh, but the infamous one hitting hitting Ryback with a big super kick as he rounds one of the ring corners. Looks like he was using that temporary blind spot to land that big attack on the big guy. Now Scotty tossing Ryback in the ring, going for a pin. Ooh, Ryback kicking out barely before Shibata could even hit one. Scotty hooking the leg, going for another pin. But ooh, Ryback kicking out once again, sending Scotty's body flying across the ring. I mean, look at the strength of Ryback. All right, now it looks like Scotty frustrated, pounding on the mat. Oh, but wait, looks like he's actually signaling for it, signaling for that big SMG we've seen put down so many superstars in the past. It looks like he's trying to use it to put down Ryback. The hungry one making his way to his feet. But wait, Scotty going for the SMG, but Ryback actually grabbing him out of midair, flipping his body over his shoulder, and a big power slam to the infamous one. Now it looks like Ryback's backed up into the corner, revving his shoulder up. The crowd chanting along, and he is going for it. Ooh, the big meat hook clothesline taking out Scotty Moore. My God, Monsoon, his body was turned inside out. All right, now looks like Ryback trying to end it now. The crowd chanting, feed me more alongside him. Oh, but wait, Scotty Moore actually rolling to the outside apron. Ryback does not look happy. I mean, Monsoon, do you think that was a wise move by Scotty Moore getting out of Ryback's way? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention anymore. Uh, I was looking over there. It looks like looks like one of the fans vomited from uh, from watching this match. And I'm trying to think of the best way to clean that without having to get out of this chair. Mm-hmm. All right, but wait a minute. Oh my God, Ryback bouncing off the ropes. Oh my God, a big spear to the outside. My God, Monsoon, this looks like a car crash in front of us. This is Ryback making his way back to his feet, pumping those arms. The crowd once again going, feed me more. Meanwhile, our faithful referee, Shibata, starting the count at one. Meanwhile, the big guy picking up Scotty, ooh, slamming his body into those steel steps, crushing the body of the former number one contender. Shibata now getting to a four count. Ryback looking to climb back into the ring, but wait. Scotty Moore actually grabbed Ryback by the leg, dragging him off of that apron. Ooh, slamming the skull of Ryback against the edge of that ring. He did not stop the count. And it looks like Ryback is dazed as Scotty attempts to toss him into those steps. A little bit of revenge turn about his fair play. But wait, Ryback actually stopping and tossing Scotty on top of the announce table. But Shabbat is at a count of seven. I, I don't know if... I don't know if Ryback's paying attention. I don't know, but I think you need to pay attention to the fact you just threw Scotty onto our desk. That's right. I mean, we might want to back up here. Ryback better hurry. He wants to beat Shibata's count, picking up Scotty on top of our table. To Oh, my God. A huge shell shocked on Scotty Moore, sending both of these men crashing through this ringside table. This is absolutely horrifying, Monsoon. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's, I don't want to have to clean that. All right, now Shibata at a count of eight. Now Ryback crawling towards the ring you know even his body cannot feel good after that abuse crawling forward Shibata at nine Ryback's fingers touching the apron but no Shibata 
counts 10. And ladies and gentlemen, looks like we've got a double count out. Looks like Ryback's hatred for Scotty Moore led to him foolishly giving up a number one contendership. Neither of these men are number one contender. I mean, you cannot be happy in this kind of situation, Monsoon. Uh, I mean, I'm not, but, you know, that's because I have to actually do my job now. Excuse me. You uh, you have fun being uh, being a announcer in a small gymnasium in Alabama. I'm going to go back to my actual job. Uh, if I see you in the parking lot, I'm going to stab you. Oh, okay. Well, meanwhile, it looks like Ryback furiously grabbing Scotty Moore, ragdolling him into the ring. My God, he's demolishing Scotty Moore. Ryback's gone crazy. Now it looks like he's setting Scotty up for it one more time. And ooh, a big meat hook clothesline. I think Scotty's body flipped, took three flips in the air after that. The former number one contender looks destroyed as Ryback stands tall to end the show. The crowd chanting, feed me more. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Ryback two weeks in a row has ended this show standing tall over the body of Scotty Moore the crowd around him chanting feed me more and of course we've heard that from Ryback numerous times before but I don't think feed me more is spelled with one O anymore I think it's spelled with two O's because Scotty Moore is certainly being fed to the big guy and I think and I don't think Tibbs can ignore this anymore. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I think Ryback has firmly planted himself in the title picture of this night. But of course, to find out what happens next with Ryback, to find out what happens next with all of our champions, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. Okay, so Dylan, it has been an episode it was fantastic. What did you learn? I learned that you can't do accents. My brother, do not. I will do all of the accents. Poorly. <laughs> Poorly. And I learned that Enzo Amore can make me vomit on a daily basis. Like, it doesn't take much of the work anymore, ladies and gentlemen. If he could ever actually become, uh, what William Regal called him, an electrified ferret, I'm sure that would make a lot more people happy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, Dylan, you can be found on Twitter at SexyChuckyT. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And make sure to go buy all my books on Amazon. The Queasel Corpse Trilogy is finally out. And, of course, BS vs. The Gods. I'm actually about to have the audiobook available for that. Uh, available for that on Audible. Should be coming sometime next month. So make sure to pick that up as well, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, check out all the other BS Network programs. If you like movies and fan fiction, check out Fun Fiction. If you like theme parks, Opposite Attractions. And if you like two best friends being assholes for an hour, check out a load of BS. And of course, as always, make sure to get your merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Make sure to donate to the Patreon. We need all the support you can give, including rating and reviewing on Amazon, or not Amazon, iTunes, or wherever you are getting your podcast. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a load of Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boys Show, Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! <laughs>